Hello and welcome to another episode of Spotlight, the show where we dig deep into the archives of PodSpot and uncover bite-sized HubSpot wisdom. In this episode, we'll be hearing from HubSpot web developers Chris Brown and John Dean, HubSpot content expert Sam Turner, Karma Digital's managing director John Pittam and Kerry Thomas, as we ask the question, what makes HubSpot website development and content management so special? If you enjoy this episode of Spotlight, you can listen to the featured podcasts in full wherever you get your podcasts from. We'll detail the podcast episode numbers at the end of the show. But first, let's hear what Chris has to say about the undeniable advantages of building a website on HubSpot. So again, so HubSpot, I mean, you know, like like WordPress, really, you do have 100% flexibility in the look and feel. So you can you can build a website exactly as you want it. I mean, HubSpot was actually designed to make it easy for, for users to kind of get up and running quickly. So again, like, like WordPress, you do have um, pre-built templates um, available within HubSpot, not as many as WordPress, but there are still, there are still some kind of quick, you know, quick win templates to get you up and running. But ultimately you can design your own from scratch as well. So it, it kind of, you know, it's kind of even really in that respect in terms of flexibility and, and look and feel and with WordPress. And the other advantage of HubSpot is it's an all-in-one. So this is the kind of biggest advantage really, I would say. So you've got nearly everything you need to to do your marketing in one in one kind of system. So um, by this, I mean, you've got um, no third-party integrations really um, for SEO management forms, backups and things like that, which you would need to have in WordPress. So you've, and on top of all of that, you've got you've got the the kind of contact database or CRM system. So all of these things together make it a really um, attractive platform, really for building sites. You don't need to go anywhere else, really. You can build everything within HubSpot. So yeah, so speed um, again is another important kind of pro of HubSpot. So. Um, HubSpot have kind of built their whole platform on in code base so that it's lightweight um, and the whole infrastructure is optimized so you don't have to worry about um, you know things like plugin uh, plugins to optimize content that you get with WordPress it's all built in with HubSpot so that's another kind of peace of mind um, advantage with going with HubSpot is you don't need to worry about that and I think, like I said earlier, the, the full support that you get with HubSpot, you can contact a support team and they will they will point in the right direction. And you've got that single point of contact with, with HubSpot support um, and they can help you out um, where needed. When we're talking about um, HubSpot uh, specifically, um, a, a module is a self-contained um, sort of bit of code that you can drop onto any page um, and and then do something with it. So, for instance, on HubSpot, you've got some standard modules that come built in, like a, a rich text module, uh, which is like a WYSIWYG editor, or there might be an image module with, that you can drop in, and then you can just display an image, or something like um, an expansion accordion that gets used on things like FAQs. Yeah, that's pretty much what I would have said. But also, kind of a key thing about a module is that it can be reused. So, once you develop a module that sits on a on a page, you can actually reuse that same block of code elsewhere. And then that that's where you can kind of quickly build up a, a set of modules that you can use to build out layouts pretty quickly. 
but I, I think I'm keen to hone in on a few of the individual tools and one that's really interesting, John, you just touched on there is HubDB. Um, so I guess for our non-developer listeners or those who just aren't familiar with it, can you tell us a little bit about it and how it's used? You mentioned, John, you think it's it's pretty underutilized and, you know, there's lots of, of new features. So, so what do you find particularly interesting about it? Well, I, I guess, um, you know, what it is fundamentally is, is think about it like an Excel spreadsheet. You, you know, it's a database fundamentally or a table that allows people to put, you know, consistent content. So it might be case studies. It might be, if it's an organization, it might be, um, you know, people, individual people, if they've got a team page, but it allows you to put content in, uh, just enter it into this table um, that then will then on the HubSpot CMS, it will just present on whatever pages we want that data and information presented on. So, if, and, and, and within that database, I guess, um, one of the things you can do is, for example, tag content. So, you know, for example, if you're using it for case studies, you could create tags for different sectors. And then when someone's on your website, um, if they are on a certain sector page, then you can ensure that you just present those case studies relevant to that sector on that page. And all that's driven by literally a table. And it's a really user-friendly table. So it's not like every time you've got a new case study, you have to go and create a new page and then you put the copy in, et cetera. Actually, you're just going back to this one table and then actually that will drive the content and present the content on various web pages. So for us, I guess, you know, it's anything that you might have commonly have lots of. So, you know, obviously there's a blog section separate to this, but, you know, even, even things like white papers and reports or, you know, to some extent kind of knowledge base, you can start to think about using HubDB to do that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really powerful uh, way of presenting content. I guess that for those people that are familiar with WordPress, it's kind of a, a supercharged custom post type type setup. Um, but, but, you know, you can have multiple databases, multiple tables for different things with a website. So commonly for us, we'll create one for people pages, we'll create one for case studies, we might create one for services, et cetera. Um, and it just makes life easy in terms of putting content and managing content within a website. Uh, two questions for you about HubDB that I'm interested in. So do you find with most CMS installs, you're using HubDB for something in it? Is it, you know, a, a de facto part of the kit when you come to a website? And how do users find it? Because you mentioned, you know, it's 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 a, essentially a, a database table. Do marketing users tend to, you know, pick it up and run with it after, after you've put it into places? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, commonly for us, we would use it for, for example, a people page. So, you know, if the leadership team is being presented or, you know, if there's more than two or three people on the website and those people are going to potentially change, you know, then absolutely there's the use case there for it. And it's easier for us to do that than trying to, you know, create separate modules or whatever we might do to create that people page. So, um, and certainly when we're doing training on for marketeers, we will cover the hub DB as part of that. And, and it is as simple as a table. So imagine, you know, you're looking, you're just populating an Excel spreadsheet with this is the first name, this is the last name, you know, what tags do you want in there? And they might be drop downs, et cetera. You put the tags in, um, you know, if there's an image, you just upload the image to that cell or put the hyperlink in for the image, you know, and then it'll just um, generate the page and the content from that table. A lot of problems we've, or a lot of frustrations with kind of people who've got websites already is the flexibility of the website. So, you know, they may have a nice looking website that you know could even be functioning as the way the way they want it as well but then they can't make any changes to it so they have to go down the developer route each time even for you know small spacing issues or small spacing changes layout changes 
Whereas, you know, building a, a site built in HubSpot, for example, gives you the drag and drop editor, which is a fantastic tool for a non-developer to quickly drag in new modules, create new layouts and, you know, clone different sections. It's so, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, we've built websites and WordPress um, quite extensively in the past and, you know, we, we almost certainly prefer building in HubSpot just for the flexibility that it gives the user. Even if they're not using the HubSpot CRM. Exactly. So so some people come to us for migrations. A lot of people come to us for migrations. So, you know, even if it's a direct replica of their current site in HubSpot, we've, we've done that before. So it may, you may not even need to change it to a brand. Um, but there's still an advantage of going down Hub, the HubSpot route because of the flexibility of, you know, the ease of creating new templates, creating new layouts. You know, adding, I mean, we mentioned modules, but within HubSpot, it's very modular based. So we can develop any any section of a website can be built as a module. So it can be repeated. It can be added on any page in any order. Um, and you can have global content as well. So, you know, some sites that are quite on the big side, you may, you may want to change a client testimonial, for example, that appears on 20, 30 pages. Um, you can do this in one place in the global module, um, even using the HubSpot uh, database that comes with HubSpot, so the HubDB. You can make the change once, it'll populate every, everywhere it needs to be populated. HubSpot have got, um, they, they publish roadmaps of where they're going and not just on the CMS for websites, but for their uh, sales section, their operations section, uh, for obviously the websites and development stuff like that they have roadmaps and of where their direction of travel of what they're doing they've got a, a developer community where developers can actually feedback and go into beta programs to say oh i'd like to try this out and then give feedback on what's working what isn't and they're always moving forward uh, you know hubspot have always got a plan and they're always taking it forward and forward and forward it's not to say that word wordpress isn't because wordpress is open source but you've got a bazillion different people feeding into that and it's not really focused around the marketer it's not really focused about ease of uses deaf people at the end of the day and i'd argue deaf people aren't the right people to say what should be happening with a, with a website because it's more it's a marketing tool the website is about reaching your user or reaching your ideal user and getting them to do the bit the action you want them to take phone call buy now widget whatever it might be that's a marketing function. So you need a marketer to think about that. You've been listening to Spotlight, a show brought to you by the UK's only HubSpot themed podcast. If you want to learn more about HubSpot web development and management, you can listen to episodes 7, 16, 22 and 41 in full on your preferred podcast feed. Enjoy and we'll see you next time.